Welcome to Yoke Talk, a look behind the scenes at Yoke Youth Ministries. Yoke is transforming communities by mentoring middle school students, equipping young leaders, engaging local churches, and enriching local schools. And in each episode of Yoke Talk, we have a conversation with the people who are making that happen. Hey there, Yoke family. It's Jonathan again with another episode of Yoke Talk. At Yoke, our mission is to impact middle school students by equipping passionate, faithful mentors to help them discover their identity and purpose in Christ. Everything that we do as individuals, as a team, as an organization, points toward that mission. This month on the podcast, we're taking a closer look at our core values. The core values describe how we go about that mission. They define who we are as an organization. They are the deeply held beliefs and principles that give us guidance for decision-making and action. I've heard it said that core values won't be a surprise to anyone who's familiar with your organization. People should just instinctively know what they are. As we discuss these core values with you this month, I think that you'll certainly find that to be true of Yoke. Each week, I'm going to introduce you to one of our core values and explain why they are so important to us. In addition, we'll hear from guests about how they've experienced the reality of that particular value. So far this month, we've talked about community, collaboration, and leadership development. If you haven't had a chance to listen to those yet, I encourage you to go back and check them out. This week, though, we're going to discuss our core value of stewardship. We frame it this way. We are committed to being faithful stewards of all the resources entrusted to us. Now, obviously, when you talk about stewardship, money is one of the first things that comes to mind. But we believe there's more to it than that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So without further ado, let's meet this week's guests. Hey, we're here in the Yoke Podcast Studios today with uh, a couple of uh, very important people to uh, to the Yoke family. Uh, first is uh, Cindy Carter. Hey, Cindy. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. It's great to be in the studio. You're glad that uh, you get to do it and not have to run it, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, Cindy has been on staff uh, with Yoke for more than 16 years. Uh, her official title is our office manager, but... Uh, as most of you know, her nickname is Mama Cindy, and uh, as that implies, she does a few more things around here than just run the office. Is that correct? That's correct, but I love it. It's yeah. been a great 16 years. That's the that's the part of the job description that says other duties as assigned. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Whatever you want. And we're also happy today to have Marshall Wilkins joining us. Hey, hey Marshall. Hey, how are you? I'm great. Uh, Marshall is uh, an owner operator of uh, one of our favorite places, uh, Chick Fil A. Everybody say, "Woo, Chick Fil A!" Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, how's how's things been going at Chick Fil A these days, Marshall? Not and like everything else in the world right now. It's a little different. We've made a lot of adjustments and. Uh, it's actually made some really good transitions. It's yeah. people trust us and that's really shown out during a time of insecurity and, and you know, and sh- people being unsure of things. 
Yeah, I think we spoke a few weeks ago on the phone and, and you said that uh, most people coming through the drive-thru were actually thanking you for being open. <laughs> oh yeah, especially at the beginning. They yeah, that's were. gotta feel good. We, uh, yeah, oh no, absolutely. Made us feel real good. So uh, Marshall's been a part of the Yoke family for a very long time. He's uh, He's been a monthly vital partner. Uh, supporting Yoke financially for 35 plus years, Marshall, is that right? Yeah, I know that seems hard. I'm young as I am, <laughs> but yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, former board member, so he served in that capacity. And and perhaps most importantly, I know he's mentored a lot of our Yoke folk through the years as part of his staff there at Chick-fil-A. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Yoke? Back in 1984, when I moved back to Knoxville, some of my employees at uh, Easttown Mall were involved with Yoke, and they turned me on to an organization that was exactly what I was looking to support, and that is something that gives to children, gives to kids, uh, helps them uh, at a younger age than what Young Life was doing. Just the same reason that uh, most everyone's supporting Yoke. Uh, and I saw that a long time ago and have never let it go. I, something that I real it's very, very important to me. So we're talking today about this, uh, this topic of stewardship. What is, what does stewardship mean to you? <laughs> stewardship is, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I think I'm not Mr. Grammar, but I think it's a noun, but I look upon it as a verb. Uh, to, and, and, and it's an enormous responsibility. Uh, because it really has to do with uh, someone being careful with something they've been given. Mm. And uh, that's a huge responsibility. And when it comes to Yoke, having been involved for all these years and having been on the board and having been involved in so many different ways, I honestly don't know of any organization, and, and trust me, I'm involved with a lot of community organizations, um, I don't know of any organization anywhere that does more with a dollar that, that has a, that does better stewardship with their money than Yoke Ministries. I'm very impressed. I've told tons of people about this over the years. No one does it better. Well, thank you for saying that. We uh, it's something we work hard at, and uh, I wonder, Cindy, if maybe you could describe some of the practices that we have in place and, and policies we have in place as an organization to kind of fulfill that, that mandate and, and live out that value of good stewardship. Sure. I think uh, one of the first things I like to mention is just um, Marshall said he was on our board is our board They're, They oversee um, the operations and financial um, situation of Yoke and mm-hmm. they're great. Uh, partners with us. There are people in the community that um, have, you know, made an influence and they have um, committed to be a part of our organization as well by serving on the board. So that would be one of the first things I'd say is uh, yeah, that's a good one that we have. And then another thing is um, every year we do an audit. We have an audit done by an independent firm and all these years they've never found anything to, to question our practices. So uh, and it's just it's just a safeguard for us, and it's a a um, something that I think the people that give to us can know that you know we are good stewards of our money, and we we do what we say we're going to do with it. One thing I was talking to Jonathan about too um, yesterday is 
in our audit, we have our uh, breakdown of administrative costs versus our total budget. And Yoke has been very good about keeping our administrative costs to a minimum. I think over uh, the years that I've been doing uh, Yoke and involved with Yoke, we've got a 12 to 15 percent um, administrative cost to overall budget, which for a nonprofit uh, is very low, and I, that just goes to show what started um, all those years ago, that being good stewards with their money, I think they continue to do that. Yeah, that is very good. I've, I've been around the nonprofit world uh, in a lot of different roles, too, and that that is a great number. Um, I know that something else, uh, you know, just, just a simple matter of having a budget, and um, we, uh, I, th- I think we still have a ways to go <laughs> on that. But I know that we've made some great strides over the last few years just of um, uh, planning and uh, letting people know what, how much money they have to spend and kind of holding people accountable. And, and I know, Cindy, you do a great job of asking us for receipts. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know I'm probably the worst at that. And uh, I'll probably annoy a few uh, employees. But <laughs> well, that, that's in your job description. So that's great. But yeah, there's a lot of things we do, and and we wanted these core values to be to be actual core values and not just aspirational. And I think as we look back over the the history of Yoke, that as Marshall said, uh, through through more than 35 years of relationship, that that's been uh, that's been a value throughout uh, the years. Anything else you guys want to add? Yeah, there actually is, um, and that that is steward going back to the stewardship, mm-hmm. and I think Yoke is so good at this. I don't think stewardship stops with financial or with material or anything. I think a lot of Yoke's strongest stewardship has to do with the people that have been entrusted in our hands. Mm. I think Yoke over the year has done over the years has done a wonderful job of taking care and growing kids and straightening straightening the paths for them and so forth. I know at Chick-fil-A, I feel that's my strongest stewardship mm-hmm. is that God's brought these people in, people into my life and has entrusted them and, to me, and it is my responsibility to take care of them and to be a good steward of everything that has been entrusted to mm-hmm. me. So I think that's as important as the month, obviously much more important than the money that's coming through you. But I think it's a two-sided coin here. Marshall, that is a great segue uh, on the rest of the podcast today. We're going to be talking about, uh, I think, uh, like you said, when we talk about stewardship, money's the first thing that comes to mind. But uh, we're going to be talking more uh, here in just a minute about all the different things and all the different ways that we have to demonstrate stewardship and certainly uh, relationships and the people that God has entrusted to us is an important aspect of that. Thank you guys for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you, Marshall. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, really appreciate your time. Thank you, Jonathan. As we say at Chick-fil-A, it's been my pleasure. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) We're certainly glad to have you as part of the Yoke family. I'm proud of you. Thank you all. Good day. Joining me now in the uh, Yoke podcast studio is uh, the legendary voice of Yoke Talk, Eli Smith. Hello. Happy to finally be on the podcast. Yeah, it's been a while. I know. It's been a long time. (laughs) So uh, you you might know uh, Eli as our uh, our, uh, area director for Blount County. 
Um, some people call him the other Eli, but uh, That's I, I have, I have uh, under good authority that you are the, uh, the OE, the original Eli. I don't know if I'm the original, but I'm the, <laughs> the primary one, I would say. Well, it's great to have you. Uh, we're going to continue um, this talk about stewardship um, in our conversation with Marshall and, and Cindy. Marshall made an excellent point that being a good steward really involves more than just finances. And I wanted to continue down that line of thought with you just a little bit. Um, Marshall mentioned our most valuable resource is our people. And I wanted to just kind of get your thoughts on uh, specifically yoke folk and how does yoke try to be good stewards with the people that God has entrusted to us? Yeah. So in our uh, interview process that we do for everyone who is joining the yoke family, I we like to go through all of our core values with our new yoke folk to kind of get them introduced to what we're all about. And um, I like to ask them a couple of questions about each one and kind of get their input. And um, for the stewardship one, it was kind of tricky early on figuring out, like, how do we make that relevant to a yoke folk? But um, what what I've, I've kind of landed on is I like to have them list what they think some of the resources that we would need to do yoke are with whatever knowledge they have of yoke at the time. And um, so obviously, you know, they'll say money, we need supplies, we need a facility, we need a school. Um, But eventually they're going to land on people. We need volunteers. And so if I'm sitting here telling them we're trying to be a good steward of the resources that God has entrusted to us, how do we be a good steward of them as a resource set. So I like to point at them and say, you're our resource for yoke. That's not all you are. You're more than a resource, but you are a resource. So how can we be a good steward of, of you? And a lot of times they, they have really good input stuff that I would never think of myself. Um, and sometimes it takes some time for them to be around yoke for a while. But, you know, um, I think some of the ways that plays out is in our training, the way we, um, we do a training with every mm-hmm. new yoke folk to kind of get them the, the basics of um, how yoke works and also the, the policies of what to do in, in certain situations. And we do our big club, which is kind of more of a training on how to do a yoke club. Um, and then we have our leadership summit that uh, is a training or it's, it's more than a training, but it's a time for them to kind of be refreshed and also develop some skills um, that could come in handy when they are actually inter- interacting with students, but also just a time to, to get connected with other yoke folk and learn about uh, sure. the Bible and all kinds of stuff. So we, we spend a lot of time on that training aspect, and I think um, there's always, you know, um, things that I'm learning that we can do better as as we keep asking our yoke folk how we can be a better steward of them. Uh, but also another way that plays out is with being a good steward of their time. I never want to feel mm. like I am wasting one of our yoke folks' time. We we don't want to schedule a meeting that could have just been a text message or an email. Right. But we also, like, I, I know that a lot of our yoke folk are college students and they have busy schedules. And so we try to be flexible and um, understand that they have a lot going on in their world and uh, try to work with them to figure out how they can work yoke into their schedule. You know, I, sometimes I have yoke folk come to me and, I, and they say, I, I just can't figure out how to get any kid time. And so I think part of my job is strategizing with them and figuring out how can we work that into your schedule. Yeah. Um, even if it's, you know, we have to be, be kind of creative. So, yeah. 
you you talked about a lot of uh, training and, and meetings and uh, in, in our line of work there is kind of a necessary amount of meetings and I love what you said about we try not to have a meeting uh, if it could be an email uh, but we want to make sure that anytime we're asking uh, our yoke folk to commit time that we want to be adding value to their lives as mm -hmm. well so that that's a great thought um, now, in addition to, uh, you know, we, if we think about people as a resource, obviously volunteers are a great resource, but there's more, there's more people uh, involved in Yoke, uh, and, you know, I think immediately of our staff, too. So what do you think about uh, how, how can we be good stewards of the staff that have committed themselves to the mission of Yoke? Yeah, so um, I think a big part of that is the flexibility thing that I mentioned with um, with yoke folk and being college students, I think a big part of that is how flexible we as staff are allowed to be with with where we work from. You know, with this whole COVID nineteen thing, it's been it hasn't been that big of an adaptation for us because a lot of our job we can kind of do from from wherever. So we've been uh, that's been a big part of yoke from the beginning is being flexible with stuff like that and our solitude days. We get a solitude day every quarter which is awesome. It's just a full day to use in whatever way um, is refreshing for you as long as, as long as it is spent in solitude. So for me, that typically involves going out in nature somewhere and um, you know, reading some scripture, taking a good book, sitting in my hammock or something like that. And just um, that has been a really good way to sort of refresh and decompress. And that is a way that that's something that's been built into our our staff's time as a way to be a good steward of, of us as a resource. Yeah, and I think, uh, I know we try to intentionally kind of invest in our staff too and, and provide opportunities for training and for learning. And uh, I think of those as a way to, to be good stewards with the people that God has entrusted to us. Um, you know, another area that I think of is, is our building. We've got a great facility here on Cecil Avenue in, in North Knoxville and, and uh, we're trying to take care of that even even during this time when it's not being used as much. Uh, we, uh, we, we got some insurance money to replace the roof last year and uh, we, we put some new paint on the walls and uh, we got some carpet that was donated so uh, we've, we've made some great improvements to the facilities here uh, that God has entrusted to us without really spending a whole lot of uh, our donors' money. So uh, anything else that, that comes to your mind when you, uh, this aspect of stewardship? As long as we're talking about being a steward of people, our kids are people too, the mm -hmm. kids that we serve. Yeah. So um, obviously we're, we're serving them when we're at club, but there are ways, there are intentional ways that we try to be a good steward of, of them and taking care of them, making that they're sure that they're safe. You know, uh, I think the same principle of not wasting anyone's time applies to them. Like something we hammer into our yoke folks heads is club has to be fun. If kids aren't having fun at club, then what are they doing there? Right. And they're going to, they're not going to come. So I think, uh, and that, that's going to be what we talk about next week on the podcast, I believe. So yeah. we'll get to hear more about that, but I think that's part of stewardship as well. And then uh, just keeping them safe, you know, we just uh, did did our first yoke uh, summer activities this week where we, we, we finally got to get out and play some field games with kids and stuff like that. And it was a lot of fun, but a big part of that was 
um, being a good steward of them by making sure that they are safe and going to stay healthy. So taking temperatures before they even get out of the car and, uh, you know, all of our staff and volunteers are wearing masks and keeping everybody at a distance, making sure we're following all those protocols. I think that's part of stewardship as well. Yeah, those are great. Uh, those are great thoughts. Um, kind of in, in conclusion here, our, our verse for this core value, it comes from Matthew 25. It's a familiar passage, uh, the parable of the three servants. You might know it as the parable of the talents. Uh, and we see here the, you know, the, the boss, the manager entrusted uh, t- different levels of, of talents with uh, his um, servants and then uh, left them alone for a period of time. And I think there's really three, three principles on stewardship from that passage. The first we see is that a steward has been entrusted with resources that belong to the master. And uh, we're certainly cognizant of that. We've, we've mentioned that here even in our conversation. We know that everything that we have, all the gifts that we have to work with have been given to us and uh, our, our blessings from the master that we serve. The second principle I see is that the steward uses those resources for the master's benefit. Um, the, the resources came from the master and, and they were entrusted with those resources to earn a profit, really to invest them wisely and to use them well so that when the master came back, they would have something to show for their work. And then finally is that aspect of uh, the steward will one day have to give an accounting of those resources. We know that from that parable, the master came back and said, all right, let me see what you've done. And we believe that that'll be the case uh, with us as well one day when Christ returns. And verse 29 says, when the master came back and the, uh, the accounting had been given, he said, to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. We've certainly seen that at Yoke and that's one of the reasons that we value good stewardship. Thanks for uh, your input. Yeah, thanks for having me. To learn more about Yoke, visit yokeyouth.com. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And follow us on Instagram at yokeyouth.com.